listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Oki, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law. Now, today we have a very special guest on the show, Mark Boris, the very well-known executive chairman of publicly listed Yellow Brick Road, the chairman of the SME Association of Australia, and of course, the host of the television shows, The Apprentice and The Celebrity Apprentice on the Nine Network and The Mentor on the Seven Network. Now, Mark is a passionate advocate of SMEs, and in the next two episodes of Talking Law, Mark and I discuss the many lessons that he learned along the way in business, his family history of small business, and also the impact of working with Kerry Packer. Now, in this episode, episode 94, we're also specifically talking about the business mentored uh, that Mark has set up and all about the education that it provides and the playbook, and how to follow your passion and never stop innovating. And make sure you listen in to our next episode where we dig deeper into this conversation. So buckle in, today is a really good one. And here we go. Mark, thank you very much for coming onto the show. I'm really um, interested by uh, this discussion today. Thanks very much. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Great. Okay. Look, can we start, Mark, with what Mentored is? Well, there's a couple of parts, but mentored.com.au is a a website supported by all the usual socials, whereby we're trying to, first and foremost, our audiences, people who are in small business or business generally, probably fair to say not large businesses, but say small to medium enterprises. That's the first thing. That's our audience. The second part of um, this is of our objective of mentor.com.au is to entertain business owners. And I don't mean in a sort of a musical sense, but I mean in a <laughs> way that um, resonates with them, entertain them about, you know, how they feel about business, how they think about business, as opposed to adding value to their business. So it's, right. it's entertainment and, you know, to, to show that there is a community to build a movement in favor of helping uh, small to medium enterprises. So trying to build a movement and trying to bring that community together. That's the first thing. The second part, and I call it entertainment, and the second part is education. And education means the objective is to help business owners have better lives and better businesses and more time to spend with their family or whoever they want to spend it. Um, And also the optimization of the business objective. So ultimately, the optimization is making business more valuable on the day you want to exit. And the third part is helping them exit. So, you know, exit through a different way. I mean, the, the traditional way of exiting is you engage a broker and you sell, you sell your business through a broker or you don't sell it, one of the two. What we're suggesting is a different way of um, a vendor or a business owner selling their business. And uh, I guess we can talk about that a bit later. But yeah, so there's three parts to it, entertainment, education, and helping people exit their business. Mm, okay. All right. Well, look, let's, um, I really want to get into this sell side, but before we do, let, let's touch on some of these other sides. So when, I mean, entertainment is is an interesting term. What do you mean? So you're talking about entertainment being about building a movement, building a community, but what is it within Mentored that, what is the entertainment? What is it that you do that builds a community and a movement? 
Well, at the end of time, is, is lots of parts. So, I mean, like when we get entertained with television or whatever our device is, um, it's sometimes it's information, sometimes it's laughing along with it, or just reading things that resonate with me. So, I'm talking about resonate with my audience. So, it's about establishing an audience, establishing something with that audience. In other words, a connection, and that is done through messaging, and the messaging is done through our social mediums, but. The messaging, and you know, I did a TV show as well, but the messaging is about saying to an audience of business owners, I'm in it too. I know what you've, you've experienced. I know how it feels. Mm. This is the way I deal with it. And mm. uh, then waiting for engagement back from them and, and then re-engaging back with the, that engagement. So mm. entertaining to the extent that um, there's a channel for people to go to to listen to people who are in business. It's no different than TV channels. But so, but my channel is not on Foxtel or on um, you know Channel Seven. But my channel is on Instagram, Facebook, and our website, and right. uh, and LinkedIn has become quite powerful in that regard. So, I've tried to create an entertainment channel as well as an education channel, but starting off with entertainment. Mm. So you serve up videos and anecdotes videos. and thoughts is. Is that yeah, the idea? just thoughts sometimes, thoughts. Yep. Um, my podcast is The Mentor, which I do with uh, Southern Cross Australia. My, my podcast is about just speaking to different business owners and, um, and, and asking them questions so that they can share their things that have worked and the things that haven't worked with anyone mm-hmm. who's proposing to go into business or is already in business. So it's every single broadcast channel I can possibly get my hands on, I use to broadcast things to my business audience that hopefully resonates with them and makes them smile or makes them say, wow, that someone else is experiencing the same thing as me. Yeah, so it's fabulous. stories, yep. lots and lots of stories, either from me or from other people in whatever form, whether it's Instagram stories, IGTV, Facebook TV, Facebook itself, podcasts, television shows. Soon we're going to be releasing YouTube YouTube as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's trying to tell stories and um, and relate stories either from me or from other people about business. Mm. I, I tell you, it's fascinating. You know, we're a couple of hundred podcasts down now and, and the one thing that I've realised is that people just love stories. Totally. The people that I bump into are just, they relate to me the stories that they heard from the podcast. It makes you realise, you know, and, and I guess that's a very human thing, isn't it? Well, it goes back right, it goes right back to Homer. I mean, Homer wrote the, the Odyssey and Homer wrote uh, the Iliad and uh, that was in 700 BC or something and that story's still getting told. Like, uh, oh, brother, we're out there, um, is uh, George Clooney. And that's, that's, that's part of the Odyssey. And uh, you know, those stories have stood the test of time and we all love to be entertained by stories. That doesn't mean we're jumping yeah. up and clapping or you know ha- having a <laughs> dance or laughing or whatever. I don't mean stories like that. It's just little stories about things that make sense or things I can relate to or uh, something that might inspire me or um, as a business person or something that I might feel sorry or happy for somebody else. Uh, it, it elicits lots of emotions. So entertainment with stories about business is something that no one's really bothered to do. And I just thought, hell, I'm going to try and do that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And before uh, maybe we go on, maybe if you can tell us a little bit about the help side, so the educational side yeah. as mentored as well, what, what does that do and how does that work? Well, it seems to me that nobody really cares about the, the business community, to be frank with you. I mean, mm. we have unions who protect 
employees and uh, we have you know whole political parties that protect employees and look after them and manage them and and, they, and you know like those political parties which is fair enough they got these employees have got somewhere to go someone to t- turn to and there's a whole lot of rights that are enshrined in legislation and law and society generally speaking has looked after employees you know it's not perfect but you know generally speaking but business owners don't get looked after by anybody they don't get superannuated there's no compulsory superannuation for them Mm. Nothing really happens for um, employers or business owners, proprietors. So what I'm trying to do with Mentored is to show them there is someone who is prepared to help them. Mm. And the best form of help is education. So we like to educate people, so help them with their social media. So I held a masterclass series at the beginning of this calendar year, and I spoke to 5,200 people in the city of Melbourne and Brisbane. And I was on stage for, originally it was only going to be there for an hour, and ended up being three hours in each place. And um, basically took everyone through what I can call my playbook. In other words, the things that I did that helped me you know, probably do the, my most successful business venture that was from a startup to selling Wizard. So mm. starting Wizard up and selling it five years later into you know to quite a, a big sum. How I did that, and you know, and I've had to take took a long time to reflect on how I did it and who and what were the influences to me, like which people influenced me in making those good decisions and equally what were the bad decisions and what influenced me. And I've actually digested that into really a, a, what I call my playbook. It's 10 chapters of how I think I did it mm. in reflection going back. And so for me, that's that's what I call education, but it's, it's help. I'm trying to help people. I'm saying, well, here it is. This is what I did. You do with it what you want, but this is what I did. These are the 10 things that I made sure I, I, I adhere to every month of my business for that wizard business. And that's what resulted in a success. And it doesn't mean every business I've ever done, by the way, has been brilliantly successful. But wizard, but in particular, people want to know that story and they want to know what did you get out of that, Mark? So my education program is about that. Mm, okay, fabulous. And and how is it that you serve that up? Obviously, there's live events. Yeah, live events. The live events we do twice a year, so we'll be doing regional ones in um, November this year. Mm. So we send him Brisbane at the beginning of the year, and we'll be doing, I think it's Townsville, Newcastle, uh, Gold Coast, and somewhere in the Victoria. I can't remember where it is now. I apologise, <laughs> but that'll be that hasn't been announced yet. But I'm doing it now. I'm saying that we'll be doing it. Mm. So and so I want to take it to regional environments as well as I want to take it to the major cities. Mm, um, okay. And uh, but then on my website, I've been rebuilding the website, and we'll be re-releasing our website in two to three weeks' time, mm. where the Playbook will be a main feature of that website, and I've just finished doing all the videos. So I've videoed the whole thing and into the ten chapters. We've actually put it into narrative, where you can actually you know take it off the off the website in in a physical form, or you can just read in the physical form, or you can just listen to it or watch it. So that's taken a fair bit of time to do. We've had to restructure our whole business around this, mm. um, and uh, as I said, that'll be done in probably completed in two to three weeks. We've taken like three to four months to do that. So that that'll be the place where you know that playbook will be available for those people who did not make the um, seminars or alternatively did make the seminars but didn't take enough notes and forgot what I said. <laughs> and so do, can, can you tell us the 10 or, or is this? Uh... Uh, no, I think I'd rather wait for the release. Okay, um, uh, but, I mean, but I did tell everybody who came to the seminar at the time because, you know, those people paid 100 bucks or 200 bucks, different depending on what level they paid it to come and listen to me. And uh, I went through it with them and I did give them some takeaway. But the 10, they're pretty sort of, they're a bit unusual. Um, when I say, you know, they're not your normal 10 things. So it's, 
they're a bit out there. I love it. The intrigue, Mark. The intrigue. Yeah, they're a bit, a bit unusual. But I, I, at least half of them, um, I learned from you know, Kerry Packer. He didn't sort of say, Mark, here's you know seven or eight things I want you to tell me every month. That they were seven or eight things that he and I always discussed, and I've turned those into a structured play, a structured part of a playbook, so that I, I've actually put them into a really you know solid monthly regular consideration and I've but I've come up with my own headings but the the, the essence of them I, I, I did with him during those wizard days so I don't I don't profess to have worked these things out myself mm. um, I've learned these along the way but along the way from various influences uh, having and after having made a lot of mistakes um, but I know these are the things that at a bare minimum you've got to do mm. or at least I did that helped me be successful successful with the wizard business. Well, I am intrigued, just as I'm sure all of our listeners will be. <laughs> so the answer is, if you want the 10, you need to go to the Mentored website. Mentored.com.au website, but give me three weeks because it'll be launched in three weeks' time. And uh, But, you know, it's the first time I've told anyone this, and uh, it's so uh, this, this launch will be in three weeks' time. Love it. Absolutely love it. And t- look, that mentor business... You know, what I just outlined to you, the education and the entertainment, these are novel ideas, this is new stuff. I don't know if anyone's doing this in the world today. And, you know, bringing together all the various podcasts and, you know, Instagrams and Facebooks and TV shows and et cetera, et cetera, bringing that all into one place and building it off entertainment and education, they're pretty new. Um, it's, and my business didn't start off that way. Mentor never started off that way. Mentor started off as a, a whole series of ideas. And I've, so far, I've built two different websites, and uh, I've ditched them both now. Mm. And my business model has changed again in April. But I think this is pretty much the final one. This will just this will evolve, but this is the final basis of what my business model is. And uh, it's taken me three years to work it out, you know, what I think where I can add most value to the small to medium enterprise market. Well, that's a, I think that's a, that's a, a point um, just in and of itself for small business as well because I think many in many instances, small business, you, you know, I, I hear in you what I have as well, which is a love of small business. But as small business is the centre of innovation, but quite often what happens is business owners get really busy. They try one thing, it fails, and they're just, that's too hard, you know. But I guess what you're saying here is that it's content iterations and pivots that get you Correct. to, you know, the outcome. And, and it sounds like you've got, a fairly solid outcome in your mind. So it sounds like you're just continuing to pivot until you get there. Correct. I mean, I'm one of those guys that sort of just keeps doing it. Like where I got my revelation as to what sort of my product could be or my service could be in the education part of it was when I did the masterclass and I saw how much everybody lapped up the playbook. They they really love the playbook. and mm. But I needed to do those masterclasses to get it. It's my research. I mean, mm. I, mean I, I say when you launching a product when if you've got a product in business whether you're a startup or already in business you've got to research the market you've got to mm-hmm. test the market with prototypes and effectively my masterclass was doing that that's what i did with my masterclass was to test my prototype my playbook then from that i had to then turn that into something that i could produce and push online so i then needed to work out okay how do i turn that into a digital outcome Mm. So, you know, I've been evolving this business, as you say, pivoting from for years. And mm. I, I first started off with just a podcast. Me, my son, and another guy, Nick Fordham, um, we one day had no idea about how we we're going to monetize any of this. We had not a clue. Um, we just said, why don't we do 
a small business podcast, and let's mm. call it the Mark Bora Show. We hired some premises in um, Kings Cross in the city here in Sydney, and um, and it was an old radio studio that was being unused. And wow. we, with that, we were able to get a sound engineer with us, and uh, it was costing me you know X amount of dollars. And I used to go there after the gym with my gym gear on six thirty every Wednesday morning, <laughs> and um, and just do a podcast. And uh, we started off with. No listeners, and uh, you know, over time we got some interest, and then um, some people said, "Could they sponsor it?" NAB and a few others started sponsoring it. Then mm. um, we got uh, Uber came along and asked me, "Would I turn this into an Uber pitch day for them?" And I did a deal mm. with Uber, and that took two years, and uh, I never made a dollar out of it. I got mean, mm. made a little bit of money out of it. No, I didn't make money. I mean, I defrayed my costs a bit mm. um, and uh, and then I eventually Southern Cross Austeria came along to me and asked me would I help them launch um, Podcast One platform in Australia which I did now I'm in partnership with them but so I, if I look back where I started on all this uh, what I'm doing now what I'm about to relaunch now is a culmination of four or five years and, mm. and a lot of you know a lot of trying a lot of things that didn't work mm. But following your passion, that's what I'm sort of hearing. It's been, it, totally. was, it started yeah, as a passion yeah. project, which is actually how I started mine too. So I, I can really relate. Well, I mean, it's it's a hard business, is hard, you know. It and, is. Uh, yeah. You know, and I keep th- saying to myself, well, hang on, you know, I'm in other businesses. And I thought, well, how can I turn this being this hard, this tough environment into, into a business itself? Mm. I mean, like, mm. uh, like if I'm going to be, Sitting up middle of the night, wait, worried about stuff and thinking about stuff and overthinking, etc. There must be a lot of people like that. And I thought, I said, well, hang on, like who's talking to them? How, yeah. how 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 can I turn that into a business and actually? Because and people always coming to me saying, oh, you know, Mark, can you help me on this? Can you mentor me on this? And I thought, well, well, I can't really do individuals, but yeah. I, what I can do is I can get one message out yeah. to a lot of people in off one platform. But how yeah. so? How do I? amplify my a message that I would give to one person? How do I amplify that amongst 400,000 people? Like I've got 400,000 people following me on LinkedIn. So, and I built that up over time by just pushing out messages. So it sort of works. Um, I, you know, so far I'd be interested to see how it goes when I release the playbook, but it's sort of working. And I think it's, it's valuable. And as I said, it's entertainment and, and education or um, resonating with people in a, in a much more simpler terms, resonating with people and helping people. Mm, absolutely love it. And and you mentioned Kerry Packer um, early on. And, um, yeah. I, I, you know, I know uh, you talk a bit about his role as being a mentor um, in, in your business life. Maybe can you talk a little bit about that? And I guess from the perspective that, um, as you rightly say, many business owners are sitting there perhaps feeling like they're a bit on their own. So what was the power of a mentor for you? Um, I guess um, just on Kerry, Kerry wasn't the type of mentor he was to me. I, I'm the one who labelled him a mentor and I only labelled mm. him, I only labelled him a mentor like in the last two years. I, mm. I would never, I didn't think of him as a mentor at the time. He right. was my business partner, right. you know, being 50-50. Yep. Yep. But when I reflect back on that period of time, his process was one whereby he was relentless in his questioning of me. Mm. So he always questioned everything that I, I did and said, mm. not, not, not aggressively, but always put questions to me. So his style of guidance to me was one whereby he questioned everything. So mm. it was, and when I think about it, it was very Socratic, like a Socratic method of teaching. So, you know, if you go to Harvard or and Harvard University, I mean, their process, their teaching style is 
Socratic, that, like Socrates. They ask questions, you answer it, they ask another question, you answer it, they ask another question. They never answer you. Mm-hmm. They're not there to give you answers, they're there to ask you questions, and it's for you to come up with the answers. And, I mean, Kerry was definitely no philosopher, and he probably never read anything <laughs> from Socrates, but, but he had a natural instinct about this stuff. And, and his style of mentoring was, or his methodology, whether he was, um, whether he was conscious of this or not, I don't know, because I never got an opportunity to ask him because he passed away, but was, I'm going to ask you questions and you're going to give me the answers. If you don't know the answer, you're going to go find out the answers. And when you're given the answer, I'm going to ask you another question. Mm. So my view is for mentoring is for, for people to ask questions. Mm. So my form of education is about questioning you. Have you right. considered this? My playbook is about, have you considered this? Have right. you considered that? I see. So Because I don't know, I cannot tell someone who runs a, a hamburger shop or a fish and chip shop how to run that compared to how I would, uh, equally I would know how to instruct someone how to run a news agency mm. or, a, or a shoe repair business or a plumber. I, I don't know their business, but I can mm. ask them questions and they can give me the answers about their industry. And my job as a mentor running this mentor business is to put the questions out there that every business should consider no matter what the industry is, and then they got to come up with the answers. So Kerry's impact on me was teaching me how to be a mentor, what I think is the most effective form of mentoring, and, and therefore I'm paying it forward. Mark Boris is paying it forward to all these people who feel as though their life is very lonely, and it is very lonely there as a business person. You're mm. the one who sits up there at 2 o'clock in the morning. There's no one you can talk to. Mm. Um, my, my job is to say to me, look, there are plenty of people in the same category as you. Lots of us wake up at two o'clock in the morning, so at least you're not on your own. Mm. Consider all of us sitting up at two in the morning. <laughs> and by the way, if you want to engage with me, have a look at my playbook, and these are the sorts of questions you may need to consider. Mm. And those answers, you need to test those answers. But and one thing I did with Kerry, one thing Kerry did with me, he always made me accountable. So my game is to say to people, if you want to play with me, you want to look at my playbook, be prepared to be accountable as well. Mm. And now who are you going to be accountable to? Mm. So Kerry's game was ask questions, Mark, you give me the answers and you better deliver on the answers. Right. That's that's what a mentor does. And so and how do you build in that accountability then? Oh, you'll have to wait until I release the <laughs> uh, new website. Love it, love it. I love the link back. <laughs> and and just one more question before we get on to the um I, I guess the buy sell side of mentor, yep. which I'm really interested in as well, is I can see that you're involved with the SME Association. What's your yep. like what's the pool for you? To, to SME, um, how, you, you know, what... Well, the association? Well, just, just SME as a whole. It, it seems that you obviously have a pull to this. I, I grew up in that environment. That's where I come as it missing my family. My, I mean, like, I guess that for me, um, there are a lot of, you know, my family's immigrants. A lot of immigra- immigrants come to this country uneducated in their own country, don't, can't speak English when they arrive here. Mm. They, the only thing they can do is they're not going to get a job at a law firm or a bank or something. Mm. So the only job they can get is they're not skilled. So the only job they can do is run a business for themselves. And in mm. my family's case, it was a cafe, mm. restaurant cafe. So, and then sandwich shops. So, so I've grown in that environment. That's the only environment I knew. I mean, fortunately for me, my parents had me educated and sent me to university and stuff. But I grew up in that game, and I know that you're on your own, and there's absolutely no one going to help you. There's mm. just no one help you. Government doesn't help you. Banks don't help you. There is no union for you. There's no association for you. So the SME Association actually had some appeal because you know at least I can sort of you know parlay to the people who are members of that association, I can parlay stuff to them that might help them feel as though they're part of a community. Mm. I'm just trying to help out a community because I grew up with that environment and that's Mm. the thing that's responsible for where I am today. 
Mm, I love it. Absolutely love it. And so um, the, the SME Association, what does it do? How is it involved um, for SMEs? Well, the SME Association is uh, hold seminars, they hold get-togethers. I mean, right. it's, just, uh, it's, very, it's very gentle and relaxed. It's not a heavy sort of education environment. We get speakers along. People can turn up, come along and just meet each other. They have little group sessions out in various regional areas, particularly in regional areas because, mm. you know, like if you think the, if you think it's a bit like only in Sydney, it's pretty lonely if you're out of um, yeah. Wagga or Cessnock or Maitland or whatever because there's just no one there to help you, um, mm. zero people to help mm. you. So what we try to do is get everyone together. We get people together in small groups. It, that's all it is. It's just a, an association to belong to. Mm. And and to an, at least you can say that you belong to this association. We try to, And we also try to push buy Australian, buy local, buy from your SM, buy from your small to medium enterprise owner in your area. Yeah. Like I'm a big believer in, to me, um, go and buy stuff from the corner store. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right, you might pay a little bit more, but you don't have to park your car. You don't have yeah. to drive. You know, it's just if you've got a corner yeah. deli, go buy some stuff from the deli. All right. You might have to go to Woolworths, but try to buy something from the deli. Try to buy something from your local butcher. Yeah. Try to get coffee from your local coffee shop. Try to buy a newspaper from your newsagent. Buy some um, birthday cards from your newsagent. If you don't even need them, you're going to need them at some stage during the year. Put a couple in your drawer. Mm. I mean, I, I just think it's important to build up relationships and support. We need to support these places. Yeah. I mean, I get at Amazon and all those big organizations in Australia. They've got monopolies, et cetera, duopolies and oligopolies. I get it. And I, I also shop at Woolworths. But mm. where I can, I try to shop at my local as well. Mm. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, that's it for this episode of Talking Law, which is part one in our discussion with Mark Burris. I really enjoyed this episode because in the discussion with Mark, I really heard some of these things that I'm really passionate about, SMEs, the SME world, uh, and also business as a whole. And I think we covered some really interesting ground. Now, if you're interested in finding out more about Mentored, then all you need to do is head over to our website at talkinglaw.com. And there you'll find a link straight through to the Mentored website where you can check out all of the elements that Mark uh, talked about in this podcast. In the show notes, we'll also be providing updates from time to time of live events that Mark will be holding. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, then I invite you to come back next week in just one week's time and listen to part two of this two-part series with Mark Boris. And in part two, we're looking in a little bit of detail at a task force that Mark ran in relation to digitization for small business owners. We look at the change that the government needs to do for business owners in Australia, and we even have a little peek back at Mark's time on The Apprentice and his biggest takeaways from that period of time in his life. Well, look, I just want to say a very big thank you to our listeners for listening in today. If you want to contact any of our lawyers at Aspect Legal, then you can easily do that just by heading over to our show notes or over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au where you can set yourself up a very free first consultation with one of our legal eagles. And find 
finally, if you enjoyed what you heard today, then I'd be ever so grateful if you would pop over to Apple Podcasts or indeed your other favourite podcast player Uh, and leave us a review. Oh, and also, I guess it's quite remiss of me not to add that if you really are enjoying this discussion with Mark, then we have another podcast episode that you might be interested in hearing on our sister podcast to this Talking Law, which is The Deal Room. Now, The Deal Room is all about business sales and acquisitions activity here in Australia. And on The Deal Room podcast, we talk to Mark all about the elements of Mentored that specifically relates to business sales and acquisitions. So we look at the buy and sell side of Mentored. We discuss variables around how you can structure a business sale. We look at the discussion around other potential ways to sell a business. And we look at building businesses that into something that is appealing to buyers. So if you're interested in that business sales and acquisition side, then make sure you head over to our sister podcast, The Deal Room, and check out episode 105. Okay, well, that's it for Talking Law. I just want to say, as always, a massive thank you to you, our listening audience. Thank you for listening in. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and Talking Law a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au. 